here's a story from the world. You know the Thanksgiving dinner drill, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie. Many of us will also sit down tomorrow at a table laden with foods from places our families came from. For Iraqis, that would normally include anbar rice, the country's signature grain. These days in Iraq, anbar rice is in short supply because farmers are struggling to grow it, mostly due to water shortages. The world's Sarah Hassan looked into this by visiting what remains of a rice farm in southern Iraq. Salah Farik al-Faraun and his family have been farmers in southern Iraq for generations. While sitting in the living room of his house in Al-Mashkhab in Najaf province, his son Muhammad Ziyad shows me a picture of their 32-acre farm. It's about five miles away from their home. This is his farm? In the photo, there's lush green grass as far as the eye can see, soaked in water. But it doesn't look like that anymore. It's now barren and quiet, since there's no one working the land anymore. No rice, no vegetable, uh, no anything. There is no any, any plant, only weed, this weed. Dry, this is the main river, dry. Al-Faraun used to grow rice in the summer and wheat in the winter. Now he can only grow wheat. Because of severe water shortages, he can no longer grow a special type of rice that is unique to Iraq. It's called anbar, a word in Arabic that refers to its perfume-like fragrance. Al-Faraun describes it through a translator. Anbar rice, it's been significant for its uh, smell. It's very significant smell and also very delicious taste. Delicious, very delicious. Anbar is a long-grain white rice with a high fat ratio. It's traditionally served with every Iraqi meal. But for the past two years, farmers haven't been allowed to grow it. The patty has to be fully submerged in water, and it takes around five months to mature. Because it's water-intensive, Iraq's government has banned farmers from growing it, forcing Iraq to import rice from other countries. Ahmed Salim is a manager of a store at Alwarda Market in central Baghdad. As he pours some rice into packets for weighing, he says there used to be five types of anbar rice, but now there are only two, and the prices have more than doubled. We depend on Pakistani rice, he says, basmati. Iraq also imports rice from Iran and India, which is less than ideal for Iraqis. The imported rice has a different taste than anbar. For centuries, Iraqis have relied on water from two main rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates. They are what gave Iraq, or ancient Mesopotamia, the titles the cradle of civilization and the land between two rivers. But that land is drying up. The climate change has this snowball effect. Ashraf Shibani is a climate journalist. He says that climate change is one factor. This past summer, temperatures in Iraq reached nearly 122 degrees Fahrenheit, and the country has experienced years of persistent drought. Extreme heat has also devastated crops in neighboring Turkey, which is where the Tigris and Euphrates begin. There are water-sharing agreements among the countries that surround these rivers, Iraq, Iran, Turkey, and Syria. Shibani says that the effects of climate change are exacerbated by poor governance and regional politics. It's a combination of both, but the impact of climate change 
will make geopolitics more obvious in the, in the near future because a close co- coordination will not be an option. It will be mandatory. Shibani says that Turkey has also faced droughts and lower levels of rainfall and snowmelt in its southern mountains. This means less water is fed into the rivers. Turkey has also embarked on massive construction projects in recent years, including the building of dams and hydroelectric power plants along the Tigris and Euphrates, which Shibani says is another factor. These projects in, in Turkey are affecting, um, like, uh, the, the, the quota of water in, in, in Iraq. The Iraqi government hasn't been involved in close negotiations over regional water sharing, says Chibani, because it's been preoccupied with its own internal security issues. Al-Faraun, the farmer who can no longer grow anbar in his fields, agrees that climate change is a factor. In addition to being a farmer, he spent 25 years teaching at an agricultural secondary school for the Ministry of Education. In his home, there are large wooden cabinets filled with books and photos on the walls of his university graduation. There are also photos of him as a government employee meeting with foreign leaders over the years. This has given him an insight into how geopolitics has played into what's happening on his farm. To be able to preserve the seeds for future cultivation, the Iraqi government has allowed for minimal farming in certain areas. They want to prevent the extinction of the variety. Al-Faraun says a government minister visited farmers, telling them they would be compensated, but they have yet to see any assistance. He says the government has to move beyond making visits and promises. Our government has to have serious conversations, not just with Turkey, but with the United Nations, the Arab League, the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, and the Non-Aligned Movement to get our rights. Al-Faraun's family has been cultivating these fields for generations, and he's hoping that his children will also have the chance to be able to continue the legacy. For The World, I'm Sarah Hassan in Al-Mashkhab, near Najaf, Iraq.